Drop. I seen so much as a kid, they surprised I don't need a pop. Taking sips of pop, six pack of millinips, pink champagne, Valentine L. Valley's on my feet, help me balance out well. That and the shit I used to balance on a scale. I got it honest from the parties from my mama's. Virgin Mary's try to judge her, I'm like, where the Madonna's now? Give all glory to Gloria. They said you raised that boy too fast, but you was raising the warrior. We victorious, they'll never take the joy from us. Uh. Keep your hands up, keep under. Don't let them take your fire. Keep your hands up, keep under. Don't let them take your fire. Keep your hands up, keep under. Don't let them take your fire. Keep your hands up, keep under. All right, all right, all right, and we're back on Old Soul Radio. Chill. And tonight we have naturally dope in the building. How you doing, man? Hey, 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 hey! Thank you, thank you. Thanks for coming, man. Hey, man, thank you for having me. Yeah, how's your Sunday? Uh, my Sunday is beautiful. Yeah. I was with family. You yep. know what I'm saying? Handling business during the day like it always should be. You yep. know what I mean? And just uh, making sure things, you know. Yeah, a little barbecue here and there, right? Yeah, yeah. Did a little quick surfing turf. You uh. know? I'm, I'm always known for jumping on the grill. Any yeah. excuse, somebody like, <laughs> we grilling it there? like, hey. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, any day's a good day for barbecue, man. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no doubt. Um, well, I guess uh, you want to start out with the, you know, with the basics, like yeah. you know, where you want to talk about a little bit of where you're from, what, aye, you know, aye, aye, what you're aye. all about. Well, check it out. I, I am first name natural, middle name Lee, last name Dope. My brother on his way here. He had little technical difficulties, but he is in route. And that is little Larry spelled the right way. L I T T L E 
L A R double Y. No, or excuse me, L A double R Y. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm from uh, Guyana, South America. You know what I'm saying? And I was raised in Berkeley. Most of my life I have lived in different places, but the Bay is where I'm from, what I know. And uh, there's no place like this, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's eclectic. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, everybody, you can see people from all over the world if you just relax and be patient enough and say, hey, I think I want to meet somebody from here today and go out and about and go walking around. You will meet a person from that place here in the Bay. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, <laughs> been doing this forever, man. You know, start off with spoken word. You know, doing speeches and stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, ah oh, man, <laughs> single digits down to like you know maybe six, seven. <clears throat> you know, just oratory. Because when I got here, being that I was from uh, Guyana, you know, the first thing they do is put you in. Uh, you know what they call it ESP the what's your name class or what English, have you English, English English class, yeah right, you know right. and they be like oh if you slow down from talking too fast we'll give you a cookie you can sit and make a cookie and this <laughs> and that so you know I started noticing I was getting better and better with speaking the language so I was like you know what I want to really just master it you yeah. know reading a dictionary and different type of things and doing speeches and writing man you know and it was good I start, you know just loving it and seeing how people just was receptive to it you know mm-hmm. and at the same time I started listening to other music and what was going on like wow this is this is dope I want to see people have the same reception and love and enjoy themselves from what I'm doing you know so from that my brother the reason who was a part of side industry you know what I'm saying after we had but we first started off as Patrick Bow and Tory Bow you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and we got down and did our thing, but yeah, man, it's like that's a group. That yeah, that was a group. That's that's that was my first rap partner. He was the one that actually told me, "Hey, man, you should rap." And I was like, "Word," you know, mm-hmm. listening to Run DMC and everybody. And I was like, "I can do that." So you were like, <laughs> do you were like doing spoken word at like shows and stuff, and then he people well, saw uh, you and at that age. Yeah, at, at at that age, we were in school. You know what I'm saying? We were in like what fourth grade at Longfellow oh, wow, and Bar- okay. uh, in Berkeley. Wow. You know what I'm saying, and we doing it. You know how they had uh, uh, all the uh, auditor, uh, excuse me, auditoriums yeah. when you have all different type of assemblies and things of that such. Right. So, yeah, getting down in assemblies, man, and just mm-hmm. doing certain things. And we started writing raps and performing there. And from there, that's just what it was. That's dope. You know? So, so aside from what you said, you were like the ESP class. You found. Just a basic interest in or ESL, excuse me, it was ESL, ESL, right? ESP. Yeah, ESP. I, yeah, I did have that. ESP class, so what I'm telling y'all now, y'all watching ESPN and different type of things, but I got ESP. Yeah. <laughs> ESL, ESL. Uh, ESL. Yeah, I ain't thought about it and studied it so long. It's ESL. English is a second language type thing. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. I mean, it's, well, it's so first nature now. But so it obviously came from just you seem to naturally be interested in the language, but was there. Uh, well, I was speaking English, but it was a broken type of English. Right. Pigeon English, broken English, and really fast, sped up, right. you know, with a twang. Oh, okay. Mm. So, oh, okay. I see. I see. So, right. was there like uh, particular literature? Like, did you like you got into spoken word immediately? 
uh, before music. I was so. listening, to, listening to great speeches okay. from Malcolm X and Martin mm-hmm. Luther King, and I start reciting those speeches. And the reception that I got from reciting those speeches uh-huh. during different things that was going on for school, and I was getting awards for that. I'm like, wow, I'm getting awards for reciting somebody else's thing, and that's cool. And the way I present myself, I'm getting a good reception. Uh-huh. Hey, let me write my own thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and see what I get from that. And that's how it went. What was the first thing you ever wrote? Who the first thing I ever wrote? Well, the first thing I could ever wrote and truly remember because I created like a little booklet of it, and it was like, uh, "Don't drink and drive." Mm. Yeah, it was. It was about riding a rap and not drinking and driving. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I still remember like the first couple of lines. It was like, "Don't drink brandy mixed with Coca Cola. It'll make your breath smell like crap." Ola, <laughs> <laughs> you know, huh? You ever performed that? Yes, we actually did perform yeah. that. I created the book that I was doing graphics. I, I, I've done a lot, so yeah, I was doing all that. So yeah, we performed that. Uh, yeah, I do do graphics. It's been a while since I've really got down with them. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll get into that a little bit later. Right. Yes. So in terms of like uh, early influences of hip hop, like who were some of the first people you'd listen to and maybe kept with you? Of course, I would say um, Run DMC, mm-hmm. Rakim, Just Ice, um, Big Daddy Kane. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just cool and laid back. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. But yeah, just, yeah. That's, that's who I would say. Yeah, and uh, uh, so you were influenced a lot by, I guess, like East Coast uh, hip hop. Like first, would you say, or like was there like a local scene that you particularly paid attention to? The local scene that was going on would be about too short he wasn't really like radio friendly here and there and yeah. I, I wasn't growing at the time to really see him too much but they were actually having the um Budweiser Superfest and things of that such with LL Cool J Too oh, Short right, Run right. DMC right. you know what I'm saying and uh, yeah definitely but like I said like remember I told you the first rap I ever I was yeah. looking to be on the positive vibe I was still influenced by the Malcolm X and everything yeah, you definitely. know mm-hmm. and as uh, things change up and just living life and growing uh-huh. you know definitely yeah mm-hmm. does it but like so you were saying um that you weren't really old enough to like be exposed maybe to t- things like too short or something or like something I was like that. exposed I was mm-hmm. but like I wasn't in it Right right you know right, what I'm right, saying right, 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 right. I was there but I wasn't in it because during that point in time I I kept myself cool right. when I was like 7 8 years old I had a little sister mm-hmm. and the first thing that I thought of was to keep her you know focused yeah and on her thing that yeah. was my whole get down you know what i'm saying and it was like okay let me keep her on the right path on what's going on because mm-hmm. i was looking at certain things in influence mm-hmm. <clears throat> or influences and i'm like well okay let me make sure that she's okay and she knows certain things i don't want to come off just saying that and speaking about her right. and being raised by my mother mm-hmm. you know that played a big part as well you know yeah. so i was i was very respectful of that no doubt you know that's what's up yeah. um did you have any uh, sort of influences like musically from that you brought back from South America? I mean, yeah, I'm, say I'm where, where are you from again? Originally, yeah. Guyana, Georgetown, Guyana, Guyana, okay. GT boy, okay. all day, Tiger okay. Bay. 
Yeah, and so we, we did you get into... Uh, it was a lot of soak-up music, mm. you know what I'm saying? A lot of different type of influences, like, you know, how they have carnival-type music and right. different things. Right. And uh, it would be like, from when I was, when where I'm from, right. it's a lot of Indian, Chinese, mm. and uh, or East Indian, I should say, to be more specific. Right. You know, so yeah, okay. definitely. And the, the crazy part about it being that it is in South America, because that we're right by the equator, mm-hmm. we're considered part of the Caribbean Arabs. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So we're Caribbean more than we are Latin right. America. You know, so definitely Caribbean sound, Jamaican music. So is it a, is it a seaside dub? Excuse me. Is it like a seaside town? It's it's yes. Okay, that's it's right it. there. Definitely, actually, Guyana means land of many waters. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> it. Cool. cool. And, uh, and for Guyana to get more specific, it is. Uh, it was actually British Guyana, and it is uh, independent. But there was British Guyana, French Guyana, Dutch Guyana, which mm. most people know as Suriname. I got you. you know, so oh, wow. yeah, definitely. Oh. So, you know, when I mention it and I say it to people, they'd be like, oh, Guyana, y'all know some people from Guyana? And it ends up being Ghana. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's dope, too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah you know, definitely. You, you be going back there ever? I haven't been back. You know, I do plan on going back and building, connecting. A lot of my family have moved to different places, such as the UK and Canada and everything. I stay in touch with family, you know, yeah. first off. You know, so yeah, but um, I haven't been back yet. Mm. Um, so okay, so that was a little bit about the, the beginning. But uh, what have you been getting into as as in like recent projects that you've done, or uh, you know, maybe do you want to go over uh, some of your latest albums? Or recent projects. projects. Right. All right, we'll jump to the recent projects. Um, like I stated, my little brother, little Larry. Right. Yeah, I'm saying we are a part of cytoplasm, cytop. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying we've been getting down. I'll give y'all a little bit more history on that a little bit later after right. we get into some tracks or what have you. Okay. We've been doing our thing and getting down. And I released an album on uh, July 21st of uh, 2017. It's called Up Until Now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I told my brother that I would. It would take me probably 20 years to do a, a solo album in the midst of working and doing shows and different type of things contributing on uh, guest appearances and such like that so yeah recently i've like done five shows within the past four months you know Mm -hmm. that's thanks to my brother dj true justice and people like queasy that's sitting out there you know i'm talking about Mm -hmm. allowing me to be a part of some greatness you know what i'm saying So, yeah, and that's what's been happening. Okay. Actually working on some new stuff. Uh, after we did a show on uh, February 15th, we released a track called Drunky. Yeah, we were listening right. in the car. <laughs> word, yeah. word. Which yeah. is funny because, like, the first rap I wrote was, like, don't yeah, drink. Don't <laughs> but that was actually during a time where I had uh, just recently went sober for, like, 94 days. Because that's yeah. something I do. You know, people don't really expect that from me. They'd be like, oh, not drinking. Uh, da, da, da. I'd be like, no, actually, uh, I've been sober for uh, a minute and just chilling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Just take the break, not the. Not right. The cleansing yeah. and make sure that yeah. in control, you know, being right. an MC, master of control, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be able yeah. to stay focused and see what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, you yeah. just saying being an MC, master of control, like, do you feel like. Um, I mean, this is sort of a rhetorical question, but I'm asking anyway. Like, do you feel like there's like other duties as an MC besides just like creating and performing music? 
Well, yes, I would say that because you got to be, you, you, we're always watched, mm -hmm. you know, so we're always definitely have to set an example, mm -hmm. I believe, you know. Most rappers don't understand that, right? You know, because they just rap and rap. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. cool. I mean, you know, at one point a child can wrap a present and wrap a gift. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and babies can talk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Babies can rhyme. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool. I'm not taking nothing away from anybody, but you know, there's this rap. You know, and 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 a part of growing in rap is 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 growing to be a true MC. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? And that was just you know, it's it's so much more. You can look at it from different angles. Just mm -hmm. saying, like a master of ceremonies, a master of control. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so that being said, obviously content is super important to you, and having substance in what you're trying to say yes. uh, in your art. So was there anything you were any kind of idea uh, or message you're behind Drunkie um, on it that was album, to, any of the to songs? Never, to never let nothing control you. Right. Everyone has their tool. Mm. Who am I to say what you do is wrong? Right. You know, who am I to judge? I'm, I'm, that's not my place. Right. My place as your friend, your folks, or even if I don't know you, is to be like, hey, okay, that's cool yeah. maybe we can enjoy that together or you know i'm not gonna sit and judge you for that yeah. you know but i just really truly believe that you shouldn't let anything that you do take control of you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no doubt so yeah. that's why i wanted to put that out there and that i really felt that that would be something that was going on yeah um is there i guess is there any, any particular track that you'd want us to play right now we could totally uh it out. i mean hey since we've been talking about drunky why not why not play drunky? I'll play you know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely would like to hear that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And uh that's produced by uh Pete Wonder. My brother Larry connected with him and uh Okay. We had got that beat and uh And this this came out this year, right? Uh it came out this year, this February fifteenth. Okay, cool. Yes, had a show at the Legionnaire and got down and did it. Nice, okay. okay. So okay, this here we is, go, drunky. Alright, drunk. I feel empty. Junkie. It's kind of funny how I became a functional alcoholic. I figure I'd rather call it being a drinker and deep thinker. The overlapping days occur as the feeling lingers. The dog to clear the fog. Ships back into sobriety. You can't silence me, though. Body's still moving in fast motion. Yearning to feel more of the chest and burning. I'm not concerned with your negative. Victory is mine. Too high, too high, too high. Fuck Monday, fuck Monday, fuck Monday. Tuesday paranoia, junkie, junkie, junkie. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I feel empty. Junkie, Thursday, junk my body, my body, my body hurts. Friday, it's already Friday, Saturday, junkie, Saturday, 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 Junkie, junkie, junkie. I feel empty. 
So I had a question off the bat, real quick. So What's what um that 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 woman's voice is that a sample or a person that you get someone to say that? Uh, like I said, you gotta talk to be Wonder on that one. Okay, so that wasn't me. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> it's a, it's a woman, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. So that was that was you and Little Larry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, can you talk about how that collaboration came to well, be? Well, then we gotta go back. Oh, we go back. Wait, I guess we, we gotta play wait. another song real quick before we go. Right, yeah, we gotta back. wait for him yeah, to come here yeah, to answer yeah, that yeah, fully yeah. too. You know, yeah. but uh, nah, we we've been rocking together from <clears throat> twenty plus years. You know, yeah. I understand. As I said, I mentioned cytoplasms. I mentioned live lyricist society. It's something that was grown from Berkeley High. Mm. You know, and to being from Berkeley. Right. You know what I mean? Growing up together, seeing each other, knowing each other, and connecting. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And manifesting and just building. You know what I'm saying? On the same page with the same focus. Definitely. You know? Yeah. For the people. Everything is always for the people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know? No doubt. Yeah. We'll so, yeah. But uh, like I was speaking, I know y'all got a little song that, that I want to play called Wise Words. I was mm-hmm. talking about giving props out to my brother, True Justice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? DJ True Justice. The law. You Shout know out what to I'm True. Saying? Peace, mm-hmm. True, where you at? Yo, yo. I'm yeah, actually yeah. going to connect with him tomorrow to go check out that, uh, that new Infinity War thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Catch the flick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's check out that track. Okay. Right Wise words. Wise Featuring words. true justice. Indeed. That's all my up until now. Up until now. That's really dope. Laugh at you, guys, like, You really don't want none if you try. Come and get some. I'll chew you up like yum yum. Bubblicious. Ah, tasty. So nutritious, just like citizens. All rules the world. Issuing lyrical beatdowns. Leave you broke like the beat. Catch you in the streets. We gon' rumble in the concrete jungle. Boom, by yeah. I'll show you I don't play. There's nothing you can do or say. So just stay there and take it. Count on me like Janikowski to make it. Whatever the distance. Strength stems from focus, faith, skill, and persistence. Professional hitter like Leon. I go on and on like sideways eights. Crazy in it. Is as it does. Mm, ooh, I'm a nizzle. I'm just starting to get a buzz. Wise words, spoken by a wise man. Wise dumb, one said. Wise words, spoken by a wise man. To wise dumb, one said. Wise words, spoken by a wise man. To wise dumb, one said. Wise words, spoken by a wise man. To wise dumb, one said. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that go back, that go back, man. Yeah, that go back to what, man? 88, 89, 84, <laughs> man. All that, you know. So, yeah, like what was happening in the Bay Area? Hip hop scene in Telegraph, of course, 90, man. We, we got to go back to Telegraph. Tell me man. about Telegraph. Take, Telegraph. take me there. Telegraph was where it was at. You know what I'm saying? I was down the street from Willard Junior High. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Up the street from Berkeley High. And that was where everything was happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the mainstay of UC Berkeley. It's the area. You know what I'm saying? Amoeba music, Rasputin's, Cody's books, you know, all type of different things was happening there. Mm-hmm. And the interaction was incredible, you know, speaking on like when I had said you can go somewhere and see anybody and me, anybody right. from anywhere, right. from the students, you know what I'm saying, that were coming through from different places and then family you know, people just wanted to be, yeah. you know, around in Berkeley. You've seen Berkeley in all different type of movies and everything, yeah. you know. It's very underrated, but what was going on back then, man? You know, we had uh, various blends out here in the city, Hobo Junction, Hieroglyphics, mm. Living Legends. I've seen, like, all that from the beginning. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's been interacting with my brothers Hell yeah. since yeah. the beginning. You know, while I was in high school in Berkeley High, we had Live Lyrics, a society that we had created with some older brothers that we had interacted with from UC Berkeley that were our teachers. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. At Berkeley High, we had the first high school uh, black studies department okay. you know what I'm saying African American studies department yeah. within that we end up creating Live Lyricist Society which was a hip hop organization dealing yeah. with teachers students people who wanted to be MCs engineers DJ so it's kind of a collective urban artists it was a straight collective exactly yeah. a society yeah. 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 You know? and we brought people to Berkeley High like uh, it's crazy brought Wu-Tang Clan when they first came out wow. brand Nubian KRS-One uh, Nefertiti wow. a Yag Full Front you know what I'm saying and I gotta give shots out to people like Benny B you know what I'm saying he's one of our brothers that we were up at Calex you know what I'm saying at his radio station still meeting more MC during that time Benny you know? B Benny B yes sir okay. yes sir Benny, Benny B. B ABB Records you know what I'm saying shout out to him yeah. so yes, how, how important was the the I guess like uh, Berkeley like college radio um, scene in terms of like getting new artists out there like were people paying attention to that sort of thing that or was, was it, it. Just on the Calix streets? Calix was it enough right. respect to Matt Africa rest in peace mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he rocked with many as well you know what I'm saying and you got Tim Bisa you know what I'm saying it was a lot going on at Calix Calix and, not, and KPFA KPU you know what I'm really? saying? All yeah. that was going on, man. It, it, it was it was it was in full effect. It, y'all know the golden era. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was, it was yeah, shining, yeah. man. Yeah. It was shining. You know, yeah. a lot of people came and took a lot from that and didn't give a lot back. But it yeah. is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't deny the fact of what happened, and you you still feel the effects of it now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we shook the world. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And there's still tremors now. You know. Yeah, right. and, and, and it's, it's even more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everything's come right back around and in full rotation. Right. You know what I mean? You mean like um, how it feels, or like the sound? How it feels, the sound. I would say everything. So you would you know say that that feeling is uh, either back or has lasted. It has lasted. Has lasted. I would say it has lasted. Okay. It wasn't necessarily 
always available to everybody who wasn't necessarily having an ear to the street listening right. for it. Right. You know, but thanks to the internet mm -hmm. and things of that such and other radio faculties such as online radio, mm -hmm. pirate radio, mm -hmm. different type of things, it kept growing, kept going. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, shoot, Telegraph is still kind of like popping over in Oakland now, but it's, I'm sure I can't even imagine what it, or Berkeley, it's yeah. long, it's the longest street. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It, oh, it yeah. reaches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Telegraph does yeah, reach. Yeah, but it I reaches the Oakland. Telegraph, San Pablo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they got their different histories, but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about San Pablo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But going back to. No, but it was so much happening on Telegraph. There was CDs being sold. Like, we weren't even really. We would record songs just because we knew we had. A show, right. they'd be like, right, yo, we got a show tomorrow. We get booked for a show. I'm like, okay, we're gonna be in the studio all night, make this song, boom, boom, boom. Right. About to go perform this song. We we sit down and just get busy and just make like a 30 minute show tape. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Dope. Write the songs and get busy, and then we go and perform it the next day. We'd be up for three days. You know what I'm saying? After the show, Preparing. just you know, loving it. You know what I mean? Record it, go sell it up on telly. Do, you know what yeah. I'm That's what's up. Yeah. Doing um. So you were saying you were like uh. Y'all were like also there, like with people like Living Legends, Hyro, and all that. Like yes, y'all were yes, doing sir. shows together too. Yep, doing right. shows, waking up at each other's houses, mm -hmm. different type of things. Right. Man, you know what I'm saying? We were we were arm in arm. You know what I'm saying? Much yeah. more communal. Yes, right. indeed. You know, family. Right, yeah. right. You know, from the beginning of watching things happen and seeing growth in each other. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Building each other. You know what I'm saying? Steel start sharpen steel. What's yeah. like a funny uh, memory that sticks out in your head of just like, you know, some night at like some place? <laughs> some night at <laughs> some place. Some place man. Telegraph. Uh, well, it was a lot. Well, you know, somebody uh, coming disrespectful and being dealt with. Man. Mm. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. You know, but we were all about peace. Yeah. You yeah. know, but when you come with the wrong type of thing, you know, and then we all, you know, disappeared and reappeared back on it. But yeah. our clothing was rearranged you know <laughs> right. we went through wardrobe changes yeah yeah we, we went through wardrobe changes you know what I'm saying so like something that happened when one of the brothers was disrespected you know what I'm saying and uh yeah yeah we came back around the corner and everybody was back and we were sitting chilling like we didn't disturb the peace right. or anything right. like that it was just a certain situation that had to get taken care of because it yeah. was disrespect right. you of course know? yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so like but as far as like playing shows out there like do you think it's changed whether it be in terms of like definitely it's changed because the venues the availability of oh, venues okay. has mm. decreased in the bay itself mm. there has been more pop up now but as far as being available to like the indie artists mm. you know what I'm saying that's yeah. out here mm. that uh, is was being worked out yeah like do you, you think like like they're all the venues are more exclusive or they're harder to get into or you just or, or there's less places in general to just go to there's there's less places in general and like nowadays to do a show you gotta go through these big companies it's like yeah. the, the radio like the uh, uh, what is that com cam, whatever you know what I'm saying KML. it's taking over yeah. not even KML they're their parent companies you know uh, what I'm saying or like iHeartRadio or some shit yeah, well like iHeartRadio is um, huge we, like you that. know but they, they having their issues right now, if I'm not mistaken, they just went bankrupt. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's there's different things 
as far as these venues being bought up you know by the big the big wigs are buying it up to control everything so they'll have these people performing here mm -hmm. and the indie artists are getting shut out you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's a beautiful thing though because in berkeley uc theater has opened up and been available for the independent artists mm -hmm. you know so i gotta give shots out to uc theater That's you know what i'm saying for being available they you know. like when you say they're like they mean like they're willing to yeah. take in people and discuss deals with right. artists that aren't right. necessarily exactly major label artists right. or exactly something. still right. indian for the people that have a following as long as they know they can both they can reciprocate you know yeah yeah they can fill the place up or whatever exactly do you feel like it's harder to do that um now than it ever has been or do you think it's easy like with things like the internet like for example like it's easier to put yourself on a platform but it's not easy to like be noticed because everyone else what, is also on that platform so do what, you, I, yes. what, what I would say is any given Sunday but you it, know yeah. that's a statement basically like anything can happen at any time any place yeah. yeah it really depends who's feeling you when they feeling you and how they feeling yeah right. You know, yeah. you can do all the footwork all night, all day for three, four months. Yeah. Pass out thousands of flyers, send out millions of emails. Yeah. And only this many people will show up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, it really depends, you know. Yeah, right. definitely. There's a lot of different things. Hey, hey, hey. Is. So, yeah. So should we get into one more song real quick, um, and then uh, to intro our, uh, to intro our, our next guest? guest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How about uh, I would say uh, a score like Swish, man. I, I like to hear a score like Swish. Score like Swish. Right. And that's off my brother, Little Larry's. You know what I'm saying? He has a single. You know what I mean? Score like Swish, produced by uh, Teray. Oh shit! Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, excuse me, he DJed on the track. Okay. But he's here in the building and uh nice. yeah, when did this one come out? L When did this one come yeah, come out? Come on in, come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on in. Little Larry. Yeah, really speak on you, speak on you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the mic on? I might uh, yeah, the mics oh, are on. Man, I don't know what's happening right welcome, now. Welcome, welcome, Little Larry. Thanks, everybody. It's Little Larry in the building. You feel me? What's up, Little Larry? L-A-R-R-Y. What's up, Mutiny Radio? I like that. Mutiny Radio. The Collective, man. I'm down with the Collectives, man. Hell yeah, man. I wanted to play your song real quick before we get into it. Tell me what it's called again. Yeah, score like swish. So long. Score like swish. Score like swish. You know. I, um, Is it on recreational? Was, yeah. Oh, actually, no. It's a single. Oh, it's a single There it is It's a single um, Score Like Switch is in my singles uh, You know I got a, I probably got over 20 singles 20-30 singles I'm a producer too So I got instrumental singles um, Instrumental records as well Brand Tell new about it Instrumental record coming on later this year Y'all catch me out I got a, about probably it, about Tell five about or six it, more man. projects dropping this year You feel <laughs> oh, me It's, um, it's real heat. big yeah, That's um, Heavy heat But yeah Score Like Switch was a single that I made um, I released that in 2014 And um, I got DJ Teray, old school homie of mine from the um, Hieroglyphics, the famous crew from Oakland. You know what I'm saying? He uh, put some cuts on there for me, man. I was like, Teray, man, you know, I need something, man. I need, you know, I need some Teray on there, you know? <laughs> so I, I slid through the studio out there in East Oakland and, um, 
you know, he put some cuts on there and blessed me. You feel me? I, I really appreciated that. Um, I had worked with him back in No Question Studios back in the day with Lil Pep, and Lil Pep had produced uh, Mac Mill, old school rap. You can look up Mac Mill, the dangler from Two Folds, some old school like East Bay rap. You know what I'm saying? Some of the times of, uh, you know, just that, uh, man, some times, <laughs> some good times. And um, so, yeah, man, I was just been getting down. You know, me and Teray ran into each other in the studio. And uh, we was always like, yeah, we're going to do something, man. We're going to do something, you know? Right. And so, um, yeah, as I was working on one of my mini projects, I got Teray on there for sure, you know? Yes. Like, what's up, Teray? So, yeah, man, the uh, hieroglyphics, Souls of Mischief, all those dudes, real cool peoples, Pep Love, Definitely. you know, the whole crew. They always show love and respect, you know what I'm saying? And uh, always good times with those dudes, you know what I'm saying? Them but good vibes and um, good music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, uh, are you talk about? I guess we were, wanted to talk about it earlier, but uh, yes, we're waiting for you. Can you talk about how uh, the um, the naturally dope and uh, little Richard collab? The collab thing started. I know it started Larry, way back. Little Larry, not Richard. Little, sorry, it's not little Richard. I'm sorry. No, hey, no, 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 no. Little Richard, though. Shout, you know shout out little Richard, but yeah. little Larry, yeah. little Larry in the building. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like you know the collabo with this dude, man, is um, it kind of like went back to you know we always seen each other around, but like in high school. Um, we had this We was just always Doing shows And vibing And freestyling And cyphers And then we had This collective Called the Live Lyricist Society You know And um, everybody Was just really Getting to showcase Their rhyming skills And getting to do shows oh, God, I let them know yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so like it formulated from back then, and so like after we graduated, I I was producing. I had like the ASR ten, so I was yeah. producing tracks for the homies. I had produced a track for him called P's and Q's for him, him and the homie Q Shy. Yes, sir. And they was rocking that one at shows yeah. and stuff, and you know one of them good four track uh, recorded hot tracks. You know, what we I'm saying? actually got uh, on that one, didn't we get uh, like Cubert? Cubert axe. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. they got the Cubert remix. It was it was a it was a remix. You did the remix and Cubert actually wow. asked to do cuts on that song. Like that oh, was his shit. favorite song right there. Yeah. So it was yeah. like the <laughs> Yeah, I got it producing. So I w- I just always been in the producing and letting the homies get on whatever beats they wanted to do, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Well here's I got score like Swish. I'm gonna play that real quick and then we'll really we'll get into it. For sure. Shout yeah. out to the Warriors. It's dedicated to the Warriors too, you feel me? Because oh, the Warriors yeah, yeah, yeah. was kinda weak when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was following Michael Jordan You feel me So yeah. I was like Man all the Warriors doing it I was born in Oakland man. Let's go Score like Swish <laughs> Yeah Featuring DJ Terrell Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish I see my cousin Weezy Money rolling through Dogtown Doors open in the caddy with the speakers on pound Spice Mike in the truck, not giving a what High boxing with the air on and windows up Outdoor voices put the endos up Outdoor choices get the money and cut Youngster said that he never seen me before uh-huh. You a king? Yeah, that's how I go when you scope Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish Every time I pull up, I score like Swish
time I pull up, I scroll, I switch. Money motivated, not by greed, by need. The need to buy whatever you need. Money motivated, not by greed, by need. But the need to buy whatever you need. Money motivated, not by greed, by need. The need to buy whatever you need. Money motivated, not by greed, by need. The need to buy whatever you need. I sing a song full of soul, like lettuce. I sing a song full of soul, like lettuce. I sing a song full of soul, like lettuce. I sing a song full of soul, like lettuce. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Everybody wonder why I move like this. Every time I pull up, I score like swish. Everybody wonder why I move like this. Everybody, everybody wonder why. Everywhere I go, I get player prices. My blood feel no chills. I'm nice in the ice. King of the hill, I'm the beast of the mosh pit. A warrior with a conscience. Performance street concerts. Move through the trees, the leaves is edible. Spread my lifestyle like Jesus Christ. My life's incredible. Conversation with Oprah, labor intellectual. Elder on the chick, I label the irrevocable. That was exactly there. We go. <laughs> that was score like swish. Um, so we were just talking off air a little bit about how you uh, you like to let the beat rock at the end of a lot of your songs, yes, sir. Um, you want to say why, real quick? Yeah, because like you know, when I was a, a youngster, you know, what I'm saying growing up and want to you know, practicing my rap skills and rhyme skills, I was always looking for instrumentals to rock to, right. So I love when any um songs back in the day they had to break, you know, and the mm-hmm. break was like it probably wouldn't even be no hook, the beat would just be going, they just stop rapping, and the yeah. beat was just going. It might be in the middle of the song, might be at the beginning of the song, might be at the end of the song, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's no uh, limit with creativity. So, yeah, a lot of end of my songs that I produce, especially for Naturally Dope. In my own albums You'll hear the instrumental Just kind of maybe Rock Rocking. for a minute or two yeah, or Maybe yeah. even it's three Sometime man, at the end of the song yeah. Interactive you know, music Like I got this song Called Cuck Soul Off my uh, Zhao Li project And mm. um, Zhao Li That translates into Little Larry in Chinese mm. You know wow. And so um, I was vibing Because I did this interview With Old Dirty Bastard um, Back in the day You can find that on YouTube Oh dope You interviewed uh, him? Yeah I interviewed oh, Old Dirty Bastard dope. It's yeah. uh, titled Little Larry Interviews ODB 1994 oh, okay. And um <laughs> That's from the LLS times. Yeah, yeah, back from the high school times. We were yeah. doing a lot back in high school. And um, so I was able to take that interview 
Um, and, you know, I was inspired, you know, just by how he was talking about, you know, relating kung fu and rap. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, I was a youngster. I didn't really under- fully understand their styles. Like, you know, what is this kung fu style you guys are on? Yeah. And old Dirty in that interview, he was like, yo, bro, we ain't on no kung fu shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, you know, we got we got representations in Shaolin and Staten Island. And, this, yeah. you know, he was breaking it down for me. So I was like, okay. So, you know, I made my uh, Zhao Li project and uh, kind of like with that concept, you know, that um, just that MC is my tongue is my sword. And I'm here. Mm-hmm. Here's little Larry. I'm still going. I'm still an MC coming at you. you Techniques. Know I mean? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. With many styles. I like the table. And I asked, uh, <laughs> I asked Nat this earlier, but I want to ask you too. So, yes, sir. Sort of like a rhetorical question, but like as an MC, uh, do you feel like and if you if, if one considers yourself an MC they have more responsibilities than just uh, making songs and performing them you know what I mean as an MC within um, like your lifestyle and whatnot. nah I believe in freedom mm-hmm. see I believe that too many times people want to put you in a box and mm-hmm. they're telling you now that you're an artist you have to go out there and act like you're the president mm-hmm. but what if that's not my personality yeah you know mm-hmm. what I mean my Definitely. my personality is not that I I, I don't know uh, because I, I actually was in, um, involved in a, a serious situation where somebody asked me to work at a youth center mm. and I was like because of my lifestyle I said I declined mm-hmm. you know because yeah. I wasn't going to change who I was or compromise me to be around children and Definitely. vice versa you know what I mean and no, so I, understand that, I yeah. feel like um, a lot of times yeah, people want you to live in a box, and you gotta go. You gotta live outside the box, or yeah. else you know, life you'll get bored. You know what I mean? You yeah, wake yeah. up one day yeah. and be like, "I've never done anything." You know what yeah. I mean? And so, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, and that's why I always tell naturally dope. Like me and him have a, you know, we are different. You know what I mean? Yeah. He represents naturally dopeism, and uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. I represent, my, you know, Lil me, Lil Larry. You know what I mean? My father's son. You feel me? That's where my name come from. Okay. A lot of people be like, "Where did you? Are you?" Uh, why aren't you L-I-L Well I'm L-I-T-T-L-E I spell little the real way You yeah, know what I'm right. saying And so um, My father was Big Larry You know what mm-hmm. I mean and So I've always been Little Larry uh, you know, in, in my real life So it's like Yeah me as an MC And an artist I kind of like to reflect That through my music Is um You'll hear me in different styles. I don't. I might not. I probably don't sound the same on every song. I right. don't come with the same flow. Don't come with the same patterns. Mm-hmm. Don't come with the same cadence. I changed up things, and mm-hmm. so that's. I feel like me as an artist and who I am. That represents how I am in life. You know, in 365 days of the year, I don't wear the same clothes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, yeah. it changes. Up, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so that that's how it is with my music. You know what I mean? Because I I'm constantly making music, and I might make a I might go on a roll and make a song every day for a hundred straight you know no and so those are gonna be a hundred different styles you know hell yeah that's what's up yes sir uh, are, are there any like current trends in the music industry that you kind of like uh are satisfied with or you kind of like are able to see these things that you're looking for in music or are there any changes that you'd like to see if not you know I think the trends that I like in music right now are the production. Mm. I feel like the production and really is kind of more in hip hop and rap music. The production is off the hook. It's crazy right now. It's, right. it's um, people are doing amazing things with these um, new technologies and new beat machines coming out and. Mm. Excuse me. Upgraded MPCs and brand new reasons and logics and the, <laughs> the, the technology. Sound, yeah. And I feel like that's always kind of part of being a hip hop. Um, hip hop's always been a leader in that in using the technology and being the foundation and um, 
you know, for a lot of sounds, especially like, you know, with the fusion of EDM and right. dance and how it's like they say now that's all under the trap umbrella. You know what I mean? So right. I feel like the production right now, music is just expansion. crazy right yeah. now. All about it's, expansion. it's lovely. You know, as far as the music business, the music business is always going to be the music business. Right. There's always going to be a big label that's not paying the artists everything. Yeah. And right. there's a lot of people in between. And then people are mad after their album came out five years later because they don't own their masters. And yeah. they're like, man, I didn't get paid enough, you know? Yeah. And so for me personally, that's why I went the independent route. Like, I own all my masters. Um, you know, um, my publishing, I own all my publishing. LittleLairMusic.com. Yes, sir. That's the website. You know, I got my website. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, you know, th things are good. You know, um, being a part of, uh, being independent, I was a part of, like, when Beats uh, Radio, before it went to Apple Music, I was part Ooh, of man. Beats deal. My music was on there. My music's on oh, Tidal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so my music is part everywhere. It's worldwide, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's just a, it's a good thing right now being an artist because back in the day, we'd like, how are we going to get distribution? You know yes. what I mean? How are yeah, we, we going to get distribution? <laughs> Yeah, we got the distribution, you know. Yeah. So now it's just time to go visit everybody in the world. That's it. I want to know a little, um, a little more about the uh, the Live Lyricist Society. Yes. And, and what was the, like the the moment that that sparked into something that y'all knew was gonna like carry on? You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like we already had our own collective and did our own thing before that even came into existence. Right. And once we had a teacher that was like, you guys could get a hip-hop club. You know how yeah. everybody else has a club in high school? Mm -hmm. and, you know, the soccer club, the chess club? Yeah. We had yeah. A, that was, he was like, you could have a hip-hop club. We yeah. like, what? And he was like, through the hip-hop club, we could get money like the other clubs and do yeah. shows. And We start and doing then, our own shows at the Berkeley Repertory. Right. That was on campus. We had our own theater on campus. So it's wow. like... It was more than just you know it was it was business we learned so many different type of things and we was just like the creators of that you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so it was cool. shout was out Hadori Davis he was a teacher he was a young he was a young teacher he probably was only like 21 or 22 when he was teaching us at the time <laughs> oh, wow. he was from New York you shout know what I'm saying so Almighty he had like Kwame, the, the far right oh yeah okay. yeah, the, yeah the far right from the alcoholics was actually one right. of our teachers wow Liquid really yeah. right yeah. at right. Berkeley High School and Berkeley High School yeah right. like Berkeley is Almighty Kwame did the superstar with uh, Tajay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of our teachers as well. <laughs> yeah. DJ wow. Kwame. He has a book out, I believe, right now. Check him out. Indeed. And um, so The Art of Letting Go. Check yes, out sir. The Art of Letting, Art of letting Go. Letting That's go. by Kwame. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just around this time where we had, you know what I mean? Like the far right from the alcoholics as a teacher. And, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> you know, people, I remember A plus and coming through and freestyling with us and hanging mm -hmm. out at Berkeley High. Mm -hmm. And it was just like Berkeley was always been a. Uh, a party town and a town that people slide through because of Cal Berkeley and the college, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's always been a, uh, one of those um, spots where we just happen to be at, you know, Outcast. He did Same. an interview with Outcast. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trying to dig yeah. that interview up from the archives when they right first now. came out, man. So, wow. we're looking at, yeah, we got to get that from the and video archives right now. Y'all filmed yeah. it? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. shout out to my boy Masai Muri here. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We yeah. got There's a lot on. about we, to be released, man. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, what that was what was that experience like interviewing Outcast? Interviewing Outcast, it was like you know, hey, y'all Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> now the Outcast, man, it, it was beautiful because it was like, okay, this is the South, 
coming out right, right now. You know what I'm saying? And they were they were becoming the forefront. They hadn't. Even, they, this was literally like when they first dropped. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So they were they became the forefront of southern music or southern hip hop yeah. at that moment. So, southern playlistic days. Indeed, wow. southern playlistic Cadillac yeah, funky like music. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. So that was like man, we were there. At the beginning, talking with Cass and just seeing Cass and being like, "How are we sitting talking right now?" Yeah, and then like tomorrow, like go and see him, hear him on the radio, they blasting. I'm like, "Oh wow, we were just chilling, we were just hanging out, mm-hmm. yeah. cool and like okay, you know." Yeah, and like it, it wasn't as free to be answering questions like how we are right now you know what i'm saying right. so i definitely would like to get that out and working on it now you know so people can see that i think people would love that experience yeah. you know what i'm saying be able to feel that moment and mood but just to be a part of that like i was saying man we were up at the bnb show that was what i was know? gonna say and we, we, were, another, we were like yeah, we were up there seeing everybody man you know what i'm saying from shaheem we got we got footage of rapping with Shaheem freestyling wow. you know what I'm yeah, he was a kid too right? yeah yeah, yeah, kid. yeah. we were a kid, kid. we were all in high school a lot of people you be like hey, yo, where you been at man I'm, I'm really man, one of those underground man. artists you yeah. know what I'm saying my, yeah. my movement I've been a part of too is the cannabis movement you okay. know and so I've been mm. deeply involved in the cannabis movement me too um, just yeah, kidding that's hey man you know what I mean working with various cannabis clubs in the East Bay you know what I'm saying and, that's um, what's up yeah so you know I, that's, that's where I've been at you know what I mean helping the people helping people to have cancer from every AIDS angle that's dope sorry I just I wanted to ask uh, just cause earlier uh, when we were listening to Drunkie you were talking about control and like you know substance and stuff yeah. so I wanted to ask I guess uh, how, how what your opinions are on the state of the weed industry that is now you know the, the huge industry it's a beautiful thing because it's created uh, tens of thousands of jobs, it's not hundreds of thousands of jobs, uh, billions of dollars. Right. Alcohol sales have actually predicted to drop $3 billion this year, mm. wow. which is $3 billion worth of less drunk people on the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. No, definitely. Which I'm, everybody could admit, <clears throat> especially if you're, you know, uh, over 21 or, you know, um, you didn't deal with alcohol. You can see how alcohol changes people. People right. are out of character. People be out of control off alcohol. Right. I'm sure everybody's had that moment where they drunk too much and yeah. was just throwing up. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Like, damn, why did I do this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting a, cuts out your best friend. Want to fight your Takes best you friend. Takes you away from your life. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, um, I've, seen it, I've seen it help people. So, like, with the cannabis, I've seen it also get people off of other drugs. I've had mm. people come to me and say, hey, bro. This weed has got me off of meth, bro. Or yeah. This weed right. got me to kick heroin because I can still get high off this. You know, people right. smoke yeah. some, the, and then people smoke some weed and it still has an effect. Versus if you do other things for a long term, you get numb to it and you got to do more and more right. and more of it. Right. And yeah, so that's definitely true. Everybody's yeah. body has uh, natural <laughs> cannabis receptors in it. We're all born with cannabis receptors, and mm. so um, wow, you know, it's a part of it's a part of our DNA as human beings. What is a cannabis receptor? Like, is that in your brain? This, yeah, it's part of 
your is part of your makeup. Google it. Wow. <laughs> that's my that's one of my favorite things I tell people because um you know yeah because Google could really give you explaining because it backs it up for me. You know right. people are like what, what, what is this guy talking about? He's just making Google up like, something here on the radio. Little Larry's a rapper. How does he? He don't he don't know nothing. Now some people actually call me Doctor Larry in my you know it's a little joke. Yeah. Who calls you Doctor Larry? Hey man, some of the patients. Right. Shout out to my, shout out all shout right, out to my right, peoples. Right. But um. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, I always try and get natural to work with me, but he never does. He's all, he does his own thing, and that's where and that's where people wonder how our different styles come together. Like he lives his own life, I live my own life. We don't right. do the same things every day, twenty four hours a day. So right. we're able to you know bring it together. But um, yeah, progress. Google it, Google Google Literally it, man. Progress. Back uh, cannabis cannabinoid receptors, you know the cannabis uh-huh. receptors that we all have in our bodies, man. Mm-hmm. Check it out, facts. <laughs> do, y- do y'all have a, a new project coming out? Too that y'all working on? Yeah, yeah we do. We man. actually do. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually been mixing it right now. It's in the it's in the mix. Um, I don't want to say the title right now because okay, we're in a world right now. If I right. say the title, there to the be a kid yeah. with a mixtape. You know right. what I mean? Like now, like man, I got the I got the woo woo mixtape. Then we're gonna have know? to track you down, find you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Natural's gonna sign you to his new label. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is what it is. Music uh, naturally dopeism. You heard that first come through. It is what it is. I'm signing local acts. Get at me. <laughs> That's a cool name. Perform bro. live in the East Bay. Holler that. naturally dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are there particular places uh, that you like to or have had good experiences presenting your music, or is there anywhere you'd like to take it and like to go with your music? Yeah, you know, one of my biggest experience was actually performing for Dennis Kucinich when he was uh, running for oh, president. Shit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was in, nice. Bar- yeah, in Berkeley. In Berkeley at the Ashkenaz. Yes, at Ashkenaz. Shout out Ashkenaz down there on San Pablo Avenue. Mm. Uh, world famous spot. They have Indeed. all type of things. Um, Up the street it was crazy world famous because. Like Sean Penn was in the house that night. Um, yes, sir. A few oh. other celebrities and um, indeed, you know, just shaking Dennis Kucinich's hand after that and seeing the other crazy Secret Service agents around him. <laughs> like at that moment was just, I, it just, it just showed me how real, you know, what I mean, this music game and the limits and the places it could take you. Yeah, right. You know, and you never really know who's truly listening because I had this song called "Peace on Earth" mm-hmm. that was really popular at the time. It had been featured on the uh, Billy Jim uh, anti-war CD. Slam. Shout out Billy Jim, yeah. and um, yeah, "Peace on Earth." Um, it was just really talking some, you know, just some unity and. Yeah. Some peace is peace on earth rap, you know what I mean? And it was just yes, real, sir. you know. And now I'm performing this for somebody running for president, you know what I mean? Yeah. Looking at the Secret Service surrounded by, I'm like, whoa. Right. You know, tell so. the man yourself. Right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? And got to shake that dude's hand and just, you know, see see how real it, it, this moments could get. And, um, you know, I was performing with Naturally Dope and True Justice. And, um, wow. Yeah. It, it was it was real big and that's probably like been one of my biggest fulfilling moments you know what i mean mm-hmm. actually like you know i've i've opened up for too short too that was big too opened up right. for too short yeah. out in chico shout out too short mac dash mom um that was a hell of an experience too like just because we was open up for short people didn't know who we were but they was just screaming and juice you know yeah. what i'm saying just because yeah. it was that type of energy short too short brings wherever he goes you yeah. know what i'm saying so in chico yeah, in oh, Chico, uh, you know what I mean. Nah, Actually, I wasn't there. He wasn't Chico. at that one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of my favorites that is at uh, the Berkeley Rep. I was just trooping up the street with my brother True, and we walked by Berkeley Rep, and uh, it was like one of the first Tupac 
memorials uh, and they needed a dj and uh i was like oh it's my brother right here he'll dj so true got his stuff end up djing uh digital underground was performing and everything <laughs> really? i end up moving away my way into being coming a host that night you know what i'm saying so i was hosting back <laughs> ball was in the building a lot of great mcs was in the building that crazy. night so i'm hosting like yeah we doing it like okay let's let you know what I'm <laughs> and that's what i'm saying things that that's the beauty of just berkeley and just the bay man anything yeah. can happen at any given point in time man you know what i'm saying what was like, happening at that event uh it was it was it was like about a year or two after Pac had passed uh, you know was there a lot of people there and all that yeah it was great i don't know if you know about the berkeley rep but uh I know man, berkeley community that. theater but you know how big that place is and the yeah. stage lifts up and all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All that. And it's crazy because it's the high school. That's the auditorium. But, right. you know, it's actually a theater as well. So, right, right. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear a crazy story about, <laughs> man. So I used to work at uh, Warehouse Records, right? Yeah. Uh, back in the day. And I was there when Money B and Shock G bought Tupac's Ambition uh, as a writer album All Eyes on Me album they bought it <laughs> bought it <laughs> bought Boy. it bought it and really? if y'all ever get a chance to interview them ask them did they go buy Tupac All Eyes on Me album I was there when they bought it and I didn't know like I was like, I was a youngster just working there I didn't know how big that moment would be you know what I mean yeah. like Dang, they crazy. buying Tupac and them. You know, I'm near. You know what I mean? Because well, right. Tupac was with them before anything. Right? Yeah, but he was with yeah. Death Row at that time for right. the All Eyes on Me album. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? When I said Ambitions as a writer, my bad. That's one song on the album. I meant the, the All, All Eyes, Eyes on Me on album, yeah. album, the double album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? His right, first album on Death Row. Yeah. So you sold it to them? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like, why are you guys buying this? <laughs> nah, I wasn't nah, tripping because I, I, I like followed music at the time deeply, yeah. so I understood that nah, he was I'm signed to Death Row, and you know what I'm saying. I, yeah. I knew that you know he had wanted them to get him out, but you know they didn't they didn't get him out. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Shock G house had burned down in the fire, so in oh, that Oakland Hills fire, so a lot of uh, music had got lost. Wow. Because he had a studio in the Oakland oh, when the Oakland Hills yeah. fire happened. So. So like that, yeah. I have a an awe moment, kind of like you know, I don't, I wouldn't say he was in awe. I was in awe. This one moment with Slick Rick, I was Whoa. able to eat dinner with Slick Rick and his wife. Wow, really? performing at yeah out here in San Fiasco, dude. <laughs> San Francisco. For what did you guys eat? <laughs> Uh, we ate chicken, corn, and rice at like a at like a restaurant. It was a, the venue is now closed. Uh, mm. Oh, is that the venue? Maritime. A Maritime Hall. Maritime, Maritime, Maritime Hall. Mm. I believe it was New Year's because there was um, explosives going off. There was there was there was all type of fireworks. Everything. It, it was it was beautiful, man. Yeah. It, it was a beautiful moment, and it actually was the first night that he had just got out, oh, and. Shit, um, really? the lights went out in the building and when they came back on at the end of the stage there was Dougie Fresh in a trench coat like boom wow. you know what I'm saying yeah. and from that moment that night they went on tour and kept reenacting that but I was actually wow. there for that first moment after eating dinner and being on a stage and being backstage and just watching that I'm like wow that's that's hip hop. That's that's yeah, beautiful, yeah. dude. It's like man, the man, the myth. You know, I don't get no realer than that. Yeah. We we didn't we didn't think he'd be able to be back in this country, still rocking and doing yeah, whatever, yeah. man. That that's an that that I was in awe. I can't even lie. 
I mean, even, <laughs> even somebody from from across the country, you know, they come through and they they like performing for all these people. But at the end of the day, you can still sit down and have dinner with the man. You know, it's, you know? it's kind of crazy. It's, yeah. it's the community, the hip hop community. What do you, what do you talk about when you have dinner with Slick Rick and his wife? Like, I, I didn't really too much say nothing. I yeah, food's good. I was like, yeah, yeah. Why? You know, yeah, in my yeah. head, I was going left and right, bouncing off. Yeah, like chicken. Cool, you know. Like, yeah, this chicken is good, dog. Yeah. Like, it's probably the best chicken I ever had in my life. That was um the maritime was in San Francisco. That went. Yes, sir. Yes, you were sir. telling me about right that. Right there by the old school clock tower, man. I don't know if y'all remember the old school seventy six clock tower. I don't know. It was right off there. What what street is that? Like second, first? It's, it's don't like, listen to him with directions. He's horrible scene, with directions. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably saying second or, or second street, but it's probably you know Tim Street in, yeah. in I, San Bernardino. I, you know, like first or something. We just did a show in Reno, and he had me like man about ten blocks man away from where I needed to be. Man, good for himself. You know, you know, we had to work out. You know, get the rep control going. But you were telling me about the the Maritime Hall. We were on the road, so that was right. that was a special yeah, place for you. Maritime right? Hall, man, that was one of the best venues ever. I wish I wish Whoa. they could bring that place How back. Come? I mean, it was it was it was so big, and it used to always have like the greatest shows there. I've seen EPMD reunion there. I've Whoa. seen all different type of things. I sat backstage talking to Guru, man. He rest in peace. Like you'd be rocking, and like you just see yourself. It was like a festival. Every time you rocked at that place, it was a festival. Yeah, it, it was, was just real, like. Yeah. Shows you seen the screen on to the left and the screen to the right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then everybody was just there, just chilling. It was all love, man. You know. Shout out yeah. Top Ramen. Top Ramen. Yeah. Shout out that's to him, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's the homie. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's homie. The homie. Yeah, that's an artist. Yeah. Uh, his father, if I'm not mistaken, used to be involved with yeah, like that. He used to yeah. run that spot, yeah. own the spot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just yeah. went out of business then. Like just, yeah, you yeah. know, as 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 growth and things yeah. happen, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the beginning, right? Yeah, man. You play yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. Off anything that off that, that eternal man. progression. I want to play a couple of these real quick. Um, <laughs> while we take a quick smoke break, and uh, oh, this album is great. What are we smoking, man? We're smoking a spliff, <laughs> and we can roll you a joint too. I don't know if you don't like tobacco, but we got, we got to go outside nowadays. Hey, <laughs> I'm with that, man. You but, feel me? Yeah. I'm with that, man. We hear old soul radio, Lil Larry, and naturally dope. Yeah. Eternal progression. Check it out. Naturally dope. Hey, man. Oh, that shit is picking that dog out of the motherfucker. Yeah, man. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just saying, though. Reflecting yeah, back on everything. Like what we done been through. What we were seeing then. How yeah, it all came right. to light. You know what I mean? It's a whole lot, man. A whole lot of people. Hell yeah, man. Fab Nitty, you know what I'm saying? Like, Fab Nitty, Ujima Studios out there in Richmond, California. True indeed. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Rest, rest in, in peace. soul. Rest in no. paradise. You know what I'm Real saying? power, man. Still rocking, though. You feel me? You still That's hear right. your voice still here. Eternally progressing, man. Yeah, that eternal progression. You know what I'm saying? It's yes, like, sir. we honor you, big bro. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. We know your spirit here. And your, we feel it right now. You know what I'm saying? So we put Fab Nitty. AKA Fef on this track right here, this song. We did all at uh, KPFA radio station with Syntax. They had a studio up there, recording studio Open in the back. Doors, man. You know what I'm doors. saying? And um, yeah, man, Fef Nitty was a real cool dude and loved one. And uh, 
Show me a lot of love in this rap game. Let me record in the studio. You Thank know what I'm saying? Sir. In the back of his uh people's house. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to Ron Rockwell too. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yes. everybody, man, one love, Fef Nitty, man. Check out Fef, y'all. He right here on the track, Richmond, California. This for y'all. This Word for the up. world. This for Fef Nitty family. One. Yeah. Yeah. I got a green line, y'all niggas, man. Y'all forgot what the MC was, you heard me? Yeah. I grab a mic like Way Buzz, just trying to create a buzz, man. Yeah, that's what that is, it's town business. It's like louder, you gotta be in it to win this. And I hang with killer henchmen With a sequin, taking on your wealth and sell a tiffin When I'm starving, the members are looking to Remy Martin So they get off the Richter, picture my life without the drama And the turmoil, something hot to make you bubble the oil To the damn, you claiming that you're loyal I forge your plans, laughing at you like brothers I'm the way to the land how can we ever find peace? We in hell's kitchen, barely as a beast. How can we ever find peace? We in hell's kitchen, barely as a beast. How can we ever find peace? You can get popped with me just for hanging on the block with me, for serving this knock with me. This whole spot got popping, blocked dirty cop history. Understand another unsolved mystery. It's like the spot on the seven up can that's labeled an orange thing. Understand how we do it, a motherfucker be doing the old thing. Rolling through the trees, man. That's when we breathe, man. Fucking with a breeze, man. And the seed, man. Making these D's, man. It's called a hustle. It's a shame we gotta hustle to survive. I'm thinking, how can I find peace out of my life? I'm thinking I'm a hell kicking, kicking existence. Doing my thing when I got a flip, man. Motherfuckers be talking about you, gonna start a thing from me, talking back to Richmond. And I'ma do my thing to the beach town. Five minutes on five, baby, and I found down in the south side where I might find fifth nitty off the chero. Riding on pet, motherfuckers be doing that thing, spread. Let me talk to the southern puffin' on the blood. I was cousin to my room when my cousin was the first one to get killed in the new year. I'm thinking I need two minutes in the end. Belly of the beast. How can we ever find peace? We in hell's kitchen. Belly of the beast. How can we ever find peace? We in hell's kitchen. Belly of the beast, how can we ever find peace? We in hell's kitchen. Belly of the beast, how can we ever find peace? Simply strict, play words, start out. My naturally dope, push my passion and soul. Photo with tracks, you're back to track. All of my aura, 
I shine, original being all seen means that, that I know a lot. You lie and shot from a clock. Leave your body to right. Nobody down to hear the sound like a tree that fell in the woods. All this just in checking this mic one two one two one two one two checking this mic one two one two i make a powerful impact with the microphone and my vocal tone
Why not? Fuck it. I had a bitch with a cocaine too, man. That's you know what I'm saying? Bitch was a solid bitch, right? <laughs> bitch is a real solid bitch, right? And then she like, Daddy, I'm just this coke taking me. Yeah. She be crying. She be like, because she's a little slim bit. It was my old school. Where my old school uh, manager? A little short, overweight no, chick. Blood. Don't say no names because I am recording. Yeah. We hot. You said keep the mic hot. I'm letting you know. Don't say no names because we is recording. But, uh, yeah. I don't He gave me laryngitis. Oh, well. Strep your throat. <laughs> I mean, it was pure. Yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> you feel it? I had to use gloves and face masks. It wasn't. Every yeah. time it got better and better. Yeah. Greater and greater. Yeah. Yeah. She said, it's yeah. not yeah. even cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Greater and more. Greater and more. Hey. Give yourself time. Like, smoke one blunt and see what it does to you for a second. Don't try to smoke a whole eighth of it. All right. Think about it, pizza. Think about it. Hey, why you laughing? Happy birth. Happy born day. Naturally dope birthday and shit, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Thank you, thank you.
Okay, so this is Eternal Progression, uh, Little Larry and Naturally Dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell me what y'all group name is one more time. Uh, Little Larry and Naturally Dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we like, we it's just really duo. two solos. Yeah, yeah, two solo artists. Yeah, that, you know, we just vibing out. some music like, I guess I know this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so and, it's um, like, hey, hey, guy. And then, like, I do a lot of the production, you know what I'm saying? Or or uh, reach out to some of my producer friends and get production too. Yeah. Uh, shout out Pete Wonder. Pete Wonder uh, did, Drunky. did a lot right. of production for this album. He okay. did the single Drunky as well. Mm-hmm. I produced a couple tracks. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I just like reaching out. You know, I got a nice circle of producer friends, man. Yeah. Shout out to Gremlin1114. Peace. Uh-huh. Uh, you said earlier you, you, know, you made it seem like when you well at least for some of the songs you went through it, like real quickly like sometimes they're like really like in the moment type stuff so I was wondering like how do you usually go about uh, creating is it always like a similar workflow or do you like come, you have the beat and you're like yo like I have it ready or do you make it on the spot together you know it's, well, it's like it's just a whatever you know what I'm yeah, saying we don't bit that's everything. that thing out the box you feel you me know, like right. a lot of people stick to one formula right and then they only have like one or two albums you know right, and then it's right. like for me <laughs> you know, you go look at if you go look at my catalog, you go see I have several albums, and uh, you know that's where I just like to work outside the box. You know, sometimes yes, natural will hear a beating, be like, "Yo, that's the one I got to get on the mic right, right, right now, right now, right now." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm over there, boop, boop, you know what I mean, hitting the buttons yeah, and making yeah. sure we we right now. Yeah. And I might go off his vibe, you know what I'm saying? Or sometimes it's me. I'm like, Shh, I'm about to rip this beat right now, you know. Right. And then that's that one. And then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, we need to write to this. Or natural, yeah. like man, let's sit back and write to this. I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's sit back and write to this. So right. it yeah. just, you know, it. Uh, it's yeah, the feeling, it's the, man, the vibe, right? Because music is about capturing the emotion. The so that's what we really try to do with the music, you know. Indeed. What do you feel like? Um, I I like to ask this question a lot. It's kind of vast, but what do you feel like? Both of y'all um, is something that needs to be uh, experienced in order to like make dope art you know you know what i'm saying like life like you said music is like capturing in an emotion yeah. so that's kind of emotions come from like experience and like things right. happening and whatnot you know what right. i'm saying so like what's something that you think that like an artist needs to be able to uh stand out that way you know what i mean for me myself i wouldn't say that it's it's what an artist needs to experience it's what he needs to realize mm-hmm. or he or she you yeah. know what i'm saying huh. what they should realize is the appreciation of the moment that they're in you know mm-hmm. appreciate that moment because it is life and you're experiencing that moment you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and something beautiful is probably happening couldn't happen and just you listening to a beat yeah. at that moment you know what i'm saying you're Definitely. seeing something in your mind from hearing that beat alone mm-hmm. you know man capture it and put it put it down you know uh, and yeah. and it might not even just be for an mc as you said, an artist, you know, when you're walking, you might just be listening to something or you might just have a moment in time where you're talking with somebody and you see somebody and a picture pops in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's it's just captured that moment, you know, Definitely. appreciate it and capture it. 
Definitely. Yeah, man. That's and see, that's what it is for naturally dope, you know, and that's what make that naturally dopeism. Yeah. Like for me, little Larry, it's like um, it's like love, mm-hmm. and because. Like I got a lot of songs talking about sex, you know what I'm saying, and um, that's how we all got here. Yeah, like that's the whole beginning and essence of life itself. You know what I'm saying? Um, A man and a woman made love. You know, unless you a test tube baby. Shout out to the test tube babies. No disrespect. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you know, tube life on on a real, you know, real talk. Like you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's real out here though, man. It's tube life going on. I'm just saying though. I'm saying. <laughs> man, but nah, Too shout out, we like. respect everybody, man. But Definitely. nah, you know, like that's how we all got here, like through love. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's a certain chemical reaction that happens in your brain. You know, like me, right. I, 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 I have children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, you know, shout out to all my children, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, definitely though, um. You know, I think that's what it's about. And when you experience that, you have to tr- give love a try. Some people, you know, experience a bad relationship, get their heart broke as a teenager, and like, oh, man, I'm never going to try that. Or, you know, yeah. you got to give love a try because, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, somebody all gave us life. Hell you yeah. know, we all, somebody gave us all the gift of life to sit here and be able to just chop it up right now about music and talk and be on the radio. So I feel like you have to give the gift of life back. You know what I'm saying? Give love a chance. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, when you do that, it, like, it make music because you those experiences you know what i'm saying it, it um they're personal and when you're able to um capture some of that energy and take some of that scene. negative energy and you know reverse it and, and put it out there and realize oh other people didn't experience yeah, what you experienced you know so yeah. It, it kind of is for an artist I think it is about the experiences you know it's not just about love or making love that's just one of the great experiences you can have <laughs> you know <laughs> but that but that, that's the be you know that's the foundation hey, man like that's the making love right you, now you know what I'm saying <laughs> listening to this show straight up though you feel me give your woman a kiss right now your significant you know, other man, you sitting it, with it, right it, now it, give her give, give yeah, a kiss yeah. you you know what I'm saying? Enjoy each other's company right now because that's um, a good name. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. You know, uh, experience it's life for sure. You know, yeah, spread the love. Word, word. Uh, I guess where where's thank you. Solid answers, both. Yeah, where what do you guys want to see for the future for you guys? Uh, I know you guys are working on a project. You guys mentioned that earlier, but we're like in the in the next coming years. Where would you like? Is there any place you'd like to go? Is there any anything you haven't really touched that you want to kind of get into any new ideas or anything everywhere in the world that's open and receptive Uh, (laughs) right yeah Yeah. i want to be doing this everywhere right yeah Yeah. still doing this still doing this still rocking still rocking and rolling my you know what i'm saying microphone controller bye yeah (laughs) i want to get into the uh i want to get into the tech world a little more Hmm. You know, and uh, all these companies are right here in the Bay. 
you know they're Frisco all these companies man so you know I want to get into the tech world a little bit more see what new uh, gadgets they got you know maybe we could all test them out you know what I'm saying (laughs) why not we the artists right you know what I'm saying we the creative ones you know what I'm saying why not test out the test out the tech like I don't want just me to test it out because I know from if everybody has a beat machine then we got the same beat machine all our beats gonna sound different even though we all got the same machine you know what I'm saying and so yeah that's what I'm about right now just tapping in I feel like um the utopia vision i know some people have talked about like universal income and that's the idea that's been floated around a lot where um you know it's just giving people enough money to live and having the things they need you know these tech companies want to put out mass produced stuff in the millions and then it sits in the warehouse and nobody (laughs) buys it until black friday because they knocked the price down for cheap and then they still got old ones sitting in the warehouse that they're gonna sell for cheap they can figure out a way to give it away I'm, i'm into the utopian belief we can have a utopian world where everybody Gets what they need. Everybody got enough to eat, enough love food. Love, right? Everybody got enough technology. Everybody got a TV, a place to live. You know what yeah, I mean? Like just that's that's kind of like where I I want to uh, push toward that because I've worked in the cannabis movement to see something that we did considered illegal to now be legal and be accepted and be a billion dollar industry, be on the cover of Time magazine. Right. And this was once an illegal business, and so um you know just being part of that I kind of do believe that you can we do have the power to change the world our generation if we do unite under the common things and ideas you know we all united under weed and look what happened Yeah. imagine that right yeah, there's sure. a place where we could go all buy weed right now we could call a delivery service and be like right. bring us some weed you know yeah, what I mean I need some herbs so yeah. <laughs> and nobody's going to jail you know what I mean nobody's right. getting in trouble there's, the feds can listen to the conversation and it is what it is it's, yeah. it's, it's right. legal business and so right. Um, I kind of believe in that and there's a lot of tech companies and people that are out here they kind of believe in that too because they're making millions of dollars just making computer programs and stuff having a good life and they don't like seeing homeless people in the tents in Oakland right. homeless people in the streets of San Francisco have y'all been to LA lately and looked at Skid Row like Skid mm-hmm. Row in LA is that's one of the biggest homeless camps in California so <sighs> you know um, yeah it's a lot of issues that um, I feel like you know we can tackle as artists and things if we push these ideas but that doesn't mean Every song has to be about that You know as an artist Still make a song about Loving your woman Or just loving being alive Loving the food that you eat You know there's nothing wrong with that You know And that's that box thing See people would be like Oh well Lil Larry All your songs need to be about Utopia then That's a grand idea (laughs) Why? (laughs) That was just one idea One conversation Now we talking about Man what food we about to eat next You know what I'm saying So Incorporated What bar we going to You know so You know you you gotta just uh, Yeah include everything Include everybody um that's what i see myself working toward in the future you know the utopia man why not um so as a producer i'll ask all producers this when they come in yes what a what like who are three so like this is like a hypothetical question you're making the beat you're right right and you get to choose three rappers on any (laughs) from any era dead or alive to be on your songs is like your dream song but it's got to be a rapper from like the 80s the 90s and the, the now 80s 90s and the now mm. Mm. 80s 90s, 90s and, and the now, now. Huh. and somebody Lord. on the hood like you know. alright let me see natural so on the hood no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, hey, that, I, this is a question I never thought about this one this is a great question Good, right? yeah. let me see the 80s Cool G rap. Mm. Ooh. 
Alright. Production wise, Cool G rap? No, he's rapping. No, rapper, he's rapping. I'm the producer. Cool G rap is rapping on my beat, man. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Cool G rap, where you at? Cool right. G rap. So we got Cool G rap. Then we go 90s. We got a pop. You know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, pop killed the 90s, right? And then now, right now, Cool G rap, pop. Ooh, and the battle rapper. Ooh. Right now, I give it to Drake. <laughs> Only because he battled Meek Mills, right? Like, yeah. see, he's one of them artist MCs. Like, I, I respect because he went, he battle rap, and then he'll go make a love song. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, that's a that's a real artist to me. You know, that kind right. of remind me of myself, man. You know, so, so I, I feel Kooji, Rap, Pac, and Drake. No, no, with natural on the hook. <laughs> natural on the hook. Oh yeah, we said somebody on the hook, yeah, huh? Yeah. Who would be on the hook? Too short. Too short. Oh, too short on the hook. Because you did say who on the hook? Yeah. With too short on the hook, because too short. He's like eighties, nineties, and yeah, now, yeah, right? yeah. Now, yeah. Later too. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Too short still <laughs> going. Hey, shout out too short, man. Yeah, yeah. Much Long respect. Peace, peace. So, what's the order? What's the order? Yeah, who goes first, second, third? Mm. Pac. Pac first? Pac first. Oh, this is all on one song. Yeah, they yeah. all yeah. on yeah. one song. Actually, Too <laughs> Short going to start it off. Too Short going to start off with something slick at the beginning. Talk. Intro. Yeah. 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 Too Short is intro and hook, right? So we go, yeah, we go, we go Too Short, Pac. Play Rewired. Yeah. Oh, then we go Drake and end it with Cool G Rap because Cool G Rap yeah. is gonna come with the hit him with the other the he'll come with that New York ill flow. So yeah, there's two Cool G Raps. I have Cool G Rap. I have Cool G Rap just like yeah, Cool G Rap. I think of just like murder the third first, like just And who's like your dream collaboration? My dream collaboration to rap with you and a producer for you. Oh, <laughs> I'm really into hypothetical. All right, all right. I'd have to say, uh, Slick Rick, okay, Slick Rick. <laughs> Ooh. Big Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. and um, Andre 3000. Ooh. Shout Ooh. out Andre 3000, Shout out Big Andre Boy 3000. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes. Solid. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we talked a little bit about uh, Natural, who you were listening to that uh, kind of inspired you to get going yourself. But uh, little Larry, um, what what are the were the kind of beats that you were listening to back in the day that kind of inspired you to either make beats yourself or just like inspiring just inspiring you in life in general you know and like so, the top producers back in the day or so like my mom she used to work at this uh record distribution company where they used to send the records out to uh. so they used to give everybody at work there all these promotional copy records so my mom's had like all the hit records like at the house i'm talking about stuff i never heard of you feel me right. between her yeah so mom's had this huge record collection and so like i used to hear the everything like parliament um mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying a lot of parliament pops my pops love parliament you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. pops come through and play that parliament boosie collins and them and, um so like yeah i remember doing a talent show where uh, me and the homeboy nard we opened up for spice one out there at foothill square and we had took um flashlight 
and we get looped on a cassette tape you know what i'm saying so we can rap over the instrumental part you know what i'm saying so like yeah stuff stuff like that man early on um too short had an instrumental on one of his albums uh on the in the ghetto he had a song called in the ghetto and he had the instrumental at the end of that record you know what i'm saying so like that was like a that was like a, a fat instrumental used to rock too and then um like listening to a lot of like uh, old school KBLX, they used to play all the R and B like just old school slaps. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, they used to they used to play like a lot of old school old school soul. You know what I'm saying? A lot of old school soul. Shout out old school soul radio. <laughs> we on right now, but yeah, um, not that old school soul music. Um, a lot of that man, just growing up, and, uh, listening to that Frankie Beverly and Maze. Just all the all the old school hits. It wasn't just one. You know what I mean? Right, like some right. people are like, man, you listen to one record a hundred times. <laughs> no, nah, it's all of them. That record right. finished. We listen to all the good songs on this right. one. Next, put on the next record. You Continue. know what I mean? Right. Just keep it going. And so, um, yeah, you know, I was just blessed to be that. You know, blessed to grow up in that environment. You know what I mean? My mom's nicknamed me Boogie. Like so, right. music has always just been in me. You know what I mean? They say Boogie in every song. So every time the song they Boogie, my attention looking up. I'm looking yeah. around. I might start dancing. You know? Right. So. Yeah, that's where like um, yeah, just all those beats, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. people was playing back then. I always tripped off the sounds like that was in the music. How they make that sound, especially them crazy guitars like yeah. Jimi Hendrix it's and yeah, yeah, man, uh, <coughs> I always tripped off that a lot. Right. Yeah. You ever sample any of those records that your mom brought home or anything? Yeah, back like when I first started making beats, I used to sample. But then I I, I started thinking sampling was weak because I hear like somebody else sample the same beat, right. you know. And then right. I wanted to rap over it. I'm like, oh, this dude kind of like rapped over what I wanted to do already. So if I do a song to it, I'm like copycatting this guy. You know what I mean? The loops. And so I just got into more. Um, I play the keys on the keyboard, so I just okay. got into more making original beats. You know what That's I'm saying? If right. I needed a guitar, I could make a keyboard and sound like a guitar by hooking up a wah-wah pedal to the guitar right, right. and having a good, good the keyboard sound like a Jimi Hendrix uh, wah-wah you know right. yeah, so. yeah yeah and also I mean if it ever gets to it you know it you don't have to pay for a sample or anything you don't have to right. pay for it because a lot of people don't know you could check out a George Clinton interview on um, YouTube where he's like yeah Dr. Dre and them didn't pay the right person for those samples you know they still yeah. owe public enemy oh, owes shit, money yeah. for those samples like oh, you know yeah George Clinton oh. I think he got paid now but yeah so a lot of even some of the greatest hip hop records um, you know the sample clearance wasn't all the way right you know wow. because certain people didn't own the rights to publish and to sell them to Dr. Dre in the first place so right. oh. you get caught up in the music business and who really owns publishing and things like that so I just got into trying to be original I really focused that especially producing like naturally dope record he had a, he got a couple of tracks over like samples and things like that mm-hmm. and i was just really into man you got all these original tracks on your record bro why even mess with any sample clearance stuff at all you know yeah, you right, save right. that for something else another project you know what i mean mm-hmm. we could worry about that for the next project but your first project you know you don't want to worry about any sample clearance 10 years later and your kids are trying to eat off this record you know i got kids so i think about my kids like i had a couple records with samples and i actually pulled those records you know what i mean um out of my catalog because I didn't want something to happen to me and my kids have to owe money to somebody for right. a sample that I didn't clear. You know, right. just not handling Magic. my business. When I had a hundred other original songs I could have used, we'll pull that one or two songs back out the catalog. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And so I feel that that's important being an independent artist, a businessman, and seeing your business 
beyond your life you know what i'm saying like okay if something happens to me my music is going to be around for the next 100 200 years Eternal. my family can eat off this if they need to eat off this you know what i mean right. they could y'all can sell my publishing when i'm gone but i ain't gonna sell yeah. it now <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. hey, if they offer y'all like 100 million 50 million you need that 50 million son sell it you heard it here first on the also don't sell it don't sell it hold it hold it get the money <laughs> but you know what i'm saying because you know a lot of times the uh, stuff is worth more valuable when people pass you know unfortunately you know what i'm saying um, i can remember when tupac was out and he had a lot of records and um you know, people he was people didn't consider him as big of an artist until after he passed. Even with Mac Dre, you know, Mac Dre had a right. lot of artists, but after he passed, a bigger spotlight was on him. You know what I mean? Right, right. The Jacka, the Jacka had tons of music out, but after he passed, everybody you know was like, "Oh, the Jacka, the Jacka, Jacka." But yeah, right. like, dude, this dude's been putting in work like man every year since yeah. like, I ever I've ever met him. You know what I'm man, saying? And cool, stuff, but cool, he was giving me his yeah. first record. <laughs> I remember the Jacka rolling up on me in a van in West Oakland, like, "Bro, here's my first CD." And I'm like, bro, yeah. here's my first CD. You know what I mean? <laughs> my first case. Yeah, it was crazy. You know what I mean? And then watch him grow as an artist. Watch him work with some of my folks, um, the Yay Boys. Shout out Blanco. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, you know, just um, just the growth of people, being able to watch the growth of artists like Adrian Man and Keek the Sneak. Shout out Keek the Sneak. You know, yeah. he used to perform with those guys back in the day at um, Henry J. Kaiser Convention Center in Oakland. Right. And so, um, just, you know, just a lot of history, man. Um, everybody, a nice community of artists out here. A lot of people think, like, hey, what's up, the Bay Area artists, man? We all see each other. You know, yeah. we be vibing, yeah, we come man. across each other. We may not always be on each other's albums. Right. But that don't mean that we don't rock with each other. It's you know family and love. Yeah. It's respect, yeah. if anything. Yeah, a lot of respect in the Bay. Admiration. Yeah. Do you feel like um, with the kind of uh, gentrification in like places like San Francisco, Oakland, or in the Bay Area, do you think that like the respect in the Bay is still this is like still the same or is less? Well, I feel like it's still the same because if you live out here, you know, it's very expensive to live yeah. out here. You know what I mean? So, it definitely the respect is the same. I just think that um, a lot of people have been relocated. You right. know, a right. lot of the poor community has been relocated through Section 8 because if you have Section 8, um, and I personally experienced this um, through, through friends of mine and family members of mine where you have Section 8, you have all these places that say they'll take Section 8 and then they don't have any places for Section 8. Mm. Right. But for the government, they have that list saying that, yeah, we take Section 8, yeah. but then they don't take Section 8, yeah. <laughs> right? right. There's uh, hundreds of places like this in the East Bay. This is, like I say, experience personally. Right. And so then you can move easily, though, to a place like Stockton mm -hmm. or a place like Reno or Las Vegas because because they have tons of places, empty places for you. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. So they'll take all the section that they could get because nobody lives out there. There's no jobs out there. Right. And so that's it's a big relocation going on. Um, it's happening pretty much in all major cities right now across America. Um, it's called control and containment. Um, it's a it's a military thing that's used right now um, on communities. It's been going on since the early 50s and 60s when they created housing projects. Right. They figure, okay, we can put all the blacks in the housing projects over here. We'll put the poor whites over here. We'll put the poor Barrick Mexicans. Style. We'll put the poor Mexicans and whites out here together. Right. We'll put the keep the blacks over here, and we'll know they'll keep themselves separated by race. 
right? right? And so that's what you have. Look at the communities and where the communities are. You have the Mexican yeah. and white communities out in certain places together, yeah. and the black community is over here. And so this was these are this is like well known and documented, but okay, we won't see this on the news five days a week or right. seven days a week because they don't want people to know this. They don't want this on people's minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this is purposely done. We got to protest and stop this. You know what I mean? And so it's done in the name of, uh, I guess, just capitalism. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you capitalize on the poor communities that weren't able to survive here, and you you move them out and elsewhere. You know. And and to build on that, to add to the build. Uh, there's a lot of people coming into the bay from different places that are bringing their energy and their music from where they're from yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's the beautiful part of it because they feel the love here you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. and they feel the reality and the truth and the originality yeah. you know what i'm saying so they come to build it you know what i'm saying to add more and bring forth more and, and that's a, that's a lovely thing you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah that's what's up what do you feel like um is the importance of originality in music and like do you feel like there's a lack of it or um in like uh, today's mainstream music or do you feel like yeah who am i to judge as right. i say because whatever somebody comes with it should be respected yeah because that person took that time to create that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's all about respect you know yeah, because, like, for me, I don't even know what the mainstream is anymore. Right. When there's hundreds of millions of songs on places like Spotify and yeah, Apple Music, title, you, know. you know what I mean, YouTube, um, that I have access to, Right. I don't really Google know Plus. what the... Sometimes I might Play. turn to on the radio, but then they're playing something from the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. I don't really know what's the... Um, yeah, I look right. for the new hottest stuff. You know what I'm saying? Kind of right. like you know, um, I I tune in sometimes to satellite radio sometime on the East Coast and see like what some of their stations are playing, and then they're playing like underground stuff too. That yeah. you know what I mean? That might be a hit that six piff. months before it's big to the world too. So yeah. right. it's um, I feel like there's so much music out there. The music industry is always gonna be what it is. Like you're never gonna. I feel like in the music industry until. Uh, until it changes maybe in another hundred years or something like that you're not gonna see like the real underground artists get the credit they deserve you know right. because right. there's some underground artists that are better than the big paid artists right. and that's a threat to their whole industry because yeah. they're like okay we never signed this guy we don't want to sign this guy but he's shining right now you mm -hmm. know I look at uh, like Macklemore for instance. I think Macklemore was like on CD, a CD baby artist, right. and you know, look where that guy's at now. You know, and so it just shows just the independent grind, um, and where you know you can open up a whole new world for yourself and create a, your own lane outside of the mainstream agenda. Mm -hmm. You know. Outside of the mainstream agenda, yeah. Well, like when wow. you say, when you say, like <laughs> you don't even know what the mainstream is now. Like, do you think it's because there's more power in the people determining what the mainstream is now, or, and or do you think that um, there's still like an industry presence, but we just don't see it as much? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. There's always going to be an industry presence for sure, but I think just the uh, the power to choose, you know, right. the power to have to choose what I want to play when I want to play it versus being forced to turn on the radio and only listen to what they play me. 
I think that's the greatest thing that has changed and the access that has changed, you know? Like, I, I can check out the new releases on my own without ever purchasing a CD, you know, just if I, and I don't have to wait for it to be played on the radio. I don't have to wait for the video supporting. to drop. Yeah. Right, you know, I don't, have to, I don't have to go onto this certain channel and be like, when is the new videos gonna drop? You know, I, I don't gotta wait for that no more, yeah. you know? If I want to see the new styles, man, I could just ask my son. You know, yeah, son, yeah. what you wearing, man? What y'all twenty year olds wearing out there? <laughs> what are your like kids listen to? Man, so my kids right now, they listen to um, they listen to a lot of what they say get turned turned up music. Yeah. You know, they like everything that's like high energy. You could dance to. Yeah. You know, they, they got a good beat, and I mean, I, I guess it's always kind of been like that, right? When we right. was coming up, yeah. you always want something that had a good beat that you could dance to, especially yeah. if you was going to the club to dance with the chicks. I can yeah. remember like um, back in the day, Luke being. Remember y'all remember Luke Two Live Crew? Yeah. Oh, right. Man, when that used to come on at the party, yeah, I mean, they I used to be know, like the yeah. last song back in the day. They used to play at like some of the parties we went to as youngsters. Speaking yeah. of and everybody be dancing like the Luke video. You know, all the girls <laughs> yeah. be. Oh man, they be gone. You know, the fellas be dancing with the girl yay yeah, you know <laughs> but you know so i feel like it's always gonna be like that with the younger crowd and then as you get older you know you're not going to the club to dance no more you probably just going to the club to have a drink you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and, and had enjoy the homie so um with the music is definitely an age thing and a lot of people say well man if you want to sell then you need to sound like this you need to have right. that dance music you need to be like that but if i'm not in the club man like but like three or four times a year right. you know what i mean music. i still listen to music but yeah. I, I, I might not make that music because that's not my feeling you know yeah. what i mean I, I might got three or four songs out of the hundred i done made that year because i only went to the club three or four times that year i'm right. not in the club not that every moment week. man you know you know where other cats like you know you those atlanta cats because they got a club culture out there right you know with their whole um, the clubs be staying open until five six in the morning and stuff like that you texas, know what too. I mean? texas too texas too texas too see you know what the whole saying? south and, uh, the whole yeah the south know how to party <laughs> um but now because of club culture you hear a lot of good club music come out of that you know what right, i mean right. a lot of good club music comes out of that um, <laughs> so i wish we had changed the club culture out here you know um i wish it, we could be able to stay open Bright later horizons man um, yeah. you know yeah. i know they talked about that at least clubs being they stay open till four at least you know what i mean right. legally and things yeah. like that right. so after hours is that an effect yet I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. I know they were talking about it. I'm gonna have to look up on that one, man. We're yeah, gonna check into that. Google it. Google. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are gonna have to Google it, man. You Shout know. out Google. Shout out to Google. <laughs> Little Larry and naturally dope, man. That was so radio. Hell man. yeah, man. Uh, hey, thank you all for coming through. We yeah, appreciate you. Very we got a few minutes left. I was gonna just roll it out with a couple more of your songs. Yes, hey, man. Right. Can y'all play a song for me? Right Definitely, quick. yeah. What you want to hear? Man, oh, I got an album, Jalali, off my Jalali album. Go to okay. sing. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, go to singles. It's it's, it's a, a six song EP I did. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, we look for that. Is there anything you guys want to put out to the people? For, you know, food for thought. Any final thoughts? Last, you know, things you want to spread to the people. Man, just uh, live life. Appreciate projects. It. Boogie for peace, man. I challenge everybody to just boogie for peace, you know. Boogie man. for peace. Yeah, Appreciate man. the moments that you have. I got man. this instrumental Radio called people. Boogie for Peace, you know, I put out. I want to see people dance to it, put it on YouTube and just boogie for peace, you know, world peace, man. Everybody just dance to that little track I made. It's an instrumental track. You know, you can find it, Boogie for Peace. Oh, yes, yeah, on the Jalali album, man. Let's see. 
guys design. Let's see here. Let me let me tap in here. All right, we gonna we gonna tap in here, Jali. man. Yeah, Jali. Yeah, Chinese for for little Larry. There it is. There it yeah. is. All right, we gonna play that one. Ooh, I got a couple, but we gonna play that one. Let's see here. Check this out, y'all. Natural dub, little Larry, old soul radio. All right.
life, come catch me. My rhyme's so tight, you can't stretch me. Naturally dope, what are you doing? Me and me. It's funny how these rappers feel like really somebody. When the man in the mirror then told him, hell no. Nah. Damn it, no time to look back. I'm just causing damage. I'm looking they follow and I got them hollering. Yeah, there's no need to worry. I'm a point in clutch like Thompson and Curry. Some of the things of commons, can I borrow one? Open this mic. 